Welcome to the Bringing the Human Back to Human Resources podcast, the podcast all about the delicate balance between people and business, and quite literally, reconnecting the two. My name is Tracy Rubin, and I've spent nearly my entire professional career in HR. Join me as I share stories, opinions, and words of advice with you each week. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here for another week. Um, If you're watching this episode, then you can see that I am in a totally different space. And that is because we've officially moved and all of my stuff is unpacked, which is amazing. Go me. I'm, I'm so driven to unpack those boxes and bins. I see each one stacking up and I just can't stop. So we're fully unpacked. Really happy about that. Um, before I jump into the episode, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, share this with a friend, family member, your mom, your dad, your grandma, your caregiver, anyone that you think would enjoy this podcast. Thank you again for being here. Um, last week, A lot happened in the United States, and I already had my episode of last week, you know, the one that was really uh, all about Beyonce. Uh, That one was already scheduled. So if you follow me on Instagram, you saw that I posted saying, hey, I'm not changing around the episode order. I'm going to talk about what's going on in the United States on the next episode, which is where we are currently, presently living and listening. I want to start out by saying, regardless of what you believe, who you believe in, where you come from, what you look like, how you sound, doesn't matter. You are welcome here. I will share a little bit of my opinion probably sprinkled in because that's just who I am. Um, But I certainly do not want anyone to feel like there isn't room for their opinion in this space within the podcast world that you and I are living in. This is my podcast. This is, you know, my, I don't want to say community because I feel like it sounds weird, but let's just go with it. Community, whatever that means, a lot of you reach out and it makes me feel like there is something there where we're all connected. And so I at no point want anyone to feel that they are, um, you know, an outlier or anything like that, because I realize that it's only my voice that you're hearing and you're not necessarily hearing the voices of others. And that can be quite, um, divisive sometimes. And it can even there, I'm sure there are opinions that I've shared in the past that you're like, the heck is this girl talking about? Um, and that's totally fine. I, I mean, I always say this on the podcast that it is extremely beneficial to have people from different backgrounds, different thought leadership types, different Uh, leadership types in general, diversity and thought, all of those things to me create a rich experience um, and one that allows us to grow as humans. So with that said, what I am referencing here for anyone that maybe is not aware or does not live in the United States is that recently um, the federal government, uh, I should say the Supreme Court of the United States overturned Roe v. Wade, which was basically legislation that allowed women the legal right to an abortion. And this is a super loose translation. Please don't quote me on this, but that is the gist of it. And being a woman in the United States, that was, I I was shocked. I actually was shocked because I remember maybe it was a month ago at this point when it was kind of being discussed that it could be overturned and that the Supreme Court was going to be deliberating and deciding on this. And again, I'm not using the right terms here at all, but I was like, no chance. 
it's not possible. 50 plus years of, of a law being in place. No way. Like they're not going to do that. And they did it. And, you know, aside from my own personal effects here, one of the things that I thought about was like, if this was a business, which the government is a business, and I'll get into that in this episode, what, what would the employees, or in this case, the constituents, the American people, um, how would they react? What, what, how does the business operate after cha- making a change that was really s- pretty much set in stone? I mean, almost like an expectation and a standard, right? When something is around for that long, it's just kind of part of your culture. And so this is, I'm, I'm drawing a lot of, um, a lot of similarities, uh, between the government and the Supreme court and businesses. So I'm really going to kind of dig into that in this episode, but I just want to say, I talk about this all the time. And I put this on my Instagram when I was like, what the heck is going on? And how do I respond to this? Because I really didn't know. And I didn't know how to appropriately respond on my Instagram when there are people from various backgrounds. And again, I don't want anyone to feel excluded or ostracized in any way. But I basically shared, listen, this is a safe space. You can always reach out to me. You can always talk to me about your thoughts and opinions. And and it's always a safe space. And I will not judge you. And um, I'll talk about this on the next episode. So here we are. Um, and then the other thing that I said, and then I'm going to say it again here is that I talk about this every episode. I really, I probably every episode, 90% of the episodes, you hear me say that people, all we want is agency over our lives and the freedom to choose what flexibility looks like, what our day to day looks like, how we live, where we live, what we do. That's intrinsic in the human experience that we want agency over our lives and that does not change when it comes to laws that are overturned such as this one. Here we are coming out of COVID. We've had to adapt. We've had to change. We've been so resilient as a population and businesses have had to change and our government has has changed and they and they've had to adapt the way that they work. I mean, you can't even go and get your passport renewed. You have to like do everything online now, right? So this is just a super, you know, brief example of how the world has changed. All of it has been around flexibility, agency over our lives, freedom to choose, making, you know, having self-determination. And then here we are in the last week of June of 2022, and a law that has been in place for decades is overturned and removing legal rights for women to have safe and legal abortions. You know, this this is a this is a bit contradictory in in my eyes because we've been so focused on flexibility, giving people what they need, you know, allowing them the opportunity to choose and have agency over their lives. And of course, those are obviously two very different things. But a distinction that I want to make very clear is that, and again, this is kind of in the context of business, is that experts are the ones that help decide or make these decisions. In business, when it comes to a work from home policy, your HR department, 
we are creating that policy to make sure it's equitable and fair and consistent. And I can only wonder why for a medical procedure, doctors are not the experts making the decision. So that is probably the only thing I'm going to share as far as my thoughts go. And uh, again, I don't want anyone to feel one way or another. This is a safe space. And I'm going to spend this episode talking about how you navigate this within your organizations. I find discussions like this in a business setting very difficult. And I'm telling you, I I feel, I find it difficult. I find it um, complicated. Sometimes I cringe because I know where how I feel, but I don't know how others feel. And I don't want to assume that they agree with me um, or that they disagree with me. And the last thing I ever want to do is make someone feel uncomfortable. And these are very personal, very personal discussions and topics. Like we're talking about a medical procedure. We're talking about women's bodies. We're talking about politics now. Um, It's a lot. That is a lot. So I think it is totally normal for businesses to not want to say anything because it's freaking scary. However, they have to say something. It doesn't have to be an email. It doesn't have to be a Slack message. It could be in your next all hands, in your next, you know, team meeting where you just say, how is everyone feeling? Are you okay? Are you okay? Um, And it's just an open format. It could even be something like, We stand behind our employees to make decisions for themselves. We provide medical benefits that are far-reaching. Like I have seen a lot of companies lean on the things that already exist, which I actually think is a really great strategy for two reasons. One, it's a response in the moment to something that is super deeply impactful on individual civil liberties and rights. And then two, it's a a great strategy because it's reiterating the culture that's already established. And for anyone out there who is like a little nervous about how to even navigate this, I think this is is probably the best, easiest, most consistent, most equitable way of navigating in that you say, you know, you, you pull from what already exists. You offer extensive medical benefits. You, you have an EAP, maybe you have a hotline, you have resources, leaning on those things and bringing those back to the forefront will remind your employees that you care about one thing and one thing only, and that is their health and safety. It doesn't matter what you believe. It doesn't matter what your political affiliation is. That has literally nothing to do with it. What employees need and want to hear is that their employer supports them cares about them and and regardless of how they feel or how this impacts them that they are always their health and safety will always be paramount in any discussion and you know i i think sometimes i go back and forth like when when, when is the line drawn when do businesses stop getting involved but when you look at history it's not the governments that 
have made necessarily made progress for their their people. It's the people who make progress for people. People are the ones that change the future, right? And it's governments or businesses that have to listen to those people. And sometimes people are not listened to. When we think about business in this same context, think about all the times that people are not heard and not listened to. We're seeing more union activity. We're seeing the great resignation coming, like slowing down, but not as rapidly as we anticipated. You could even go back to some of my episodes from last fall where I was like, oh, you know, unemployment's going to go down. People are going to come back to work. And it's not 100% true. People have completely reevaluated what matters to them. And so whether it's a government or whether it's a business, it's always going to come back to people. What people desire and expect and demand is eventually what will be part of the culture. And I think it's so interesting that governments, for example, are truly businesses. We can see this hierarchy of leadership. And then you have the employees, constituents, the the employees in a business, for example. And that is the majority of the population. They are the ones who can really influence and drive policies. And so when I think about this, again, comparing it to a business, when you have a new a policy, let's say, that's been around for 50 or more years um, or even 10 years or five years, changing it is a huge risk. And that is something that business leaders always have to think about is that when you make a change that fundamentally impacts the way that people have been living or working, again, business context, living or working for a period of time, there is always a risk of fallout that people are going to leave in a business, that people are not going to be happy, that you're going to have strikes or walkouts or union activity or whatever. Um, and the parallels are, they run deep, right? Like, I don't know that we always think about government in the business context, but it is a business. It drives money. It loses money. It's profitable. It's not profitable. There are, uh, you know, competitors. I mean, it's like so interesting. And so when we think about discussing something like this, I should really come back to the point here. Um, when we discuss something like the overturning of Roe v. Wade, we have to be cognizant that this is a major change for people. And just like if it were a business policy, new or changing, that there has to be a discussion around it and that there has to be some sort of um, openness to discussion. And, you know, something that I think businesses definitely struggle with too, especially with teams that are global, is how do you navigate this global worldwide approach? And I think that there are some things that in an ideal world, I guess I would do, but I haven't necessarily had as much experience doing because I haven't necessarily had as much of a global reach in my roles just yet. And I would say that things are regional and American policy or a change in U.S. law does not necessarily affect someone in Ukraine. Um, and so I think businesses will probably need to create separate forms of communication for different parts of their team. It obviously creates a bit of work 
Um, and I don't know, maybe this already exists. Maybe there are businesses or those of you out there who are listening where you do something similar or totally different. Please let me know. I would love to learn from you. Um, but that would probably be my go-to. It's like, okay, well, we need to speak with the U.S. employees. However, I think the flip side to that is that there, your other employees might be watching, right? So you're Canadian or Mexican or Spanish or um, Chinese, Indian, wherever people live in your organization, they might be watching how you respond to that. And so I think that's where there's some difficulty, but this comes back to, or brings me back to my point on why I think that more generalized approach could work quite well. Um, and some people will disagree with that. Some people think that, that when a business responds, it has to be super specific. You need to say exactly what you stand for or don't stand for. And in most cases, you probably can. But if you are a global organization, you have to think about each region, their beliefs, their feelings, what is normal and cultural for them. And that is precisely what makes this difficult. If you have a worldwide or a global team, you can't necessarily just do that because you could, you know, the same way that you don't want to ostracize someone one way or another, you could end up doing that because of cultural differences. So I think some organizations that I've seen um, do this quite well, are, again, are saying the health and safety of our team is absolutely paramount to everything that we do. And there are organizations who are providing travel accommodations and, and uh, expenses paid for, for women to cross state boundaries and receive medical care that they need. I know that some lawmakers are trying to make that difficult. And so this is where businesses have a huge influence, I think, on, on policies and legislation. This is where the government will have to figure out how they don't overstep too much so that businesses can still operate the way in which they deem appropriate. Um, but again, I, I, I'm digressing a bit here because it's so difficult for me to talk about this because I just don't know. I'm not an expert and I don't know how, but the I, I do think a business could really benefit from leaning on the medical benefits that they offer and the expression of support and, and um, awareness for their employees. So all of this is to say that I have absolutely no idea what to say. <laughs> I feel like I am rambling and ranting and digressing left and right, and I don't really know what, if I've even shared meaningful advice or thoughts or information at all, because I think my mind is just totally jumbled from all of this. Um, but I always say that if you lead with your best intentions of helping and supporting your employees, you will be doing the right thing. If you lead with your own agenda, you'll be doing the wrong thing. Um, you have to, in business, as a business person, as an HR person, you have to be open. You have to be supportive. You have to be, um, understanding of different backgrounds and diversity and different thoughts and everything. And at the same time, you have to create space for all of that. This is, this all comes back to psychological safety. Are you creating space for people to share their thoughts and express their feelings and be themselves? And if you're not, 
then you're already a few steps behind. You've got to focus on that first. And then the other thing that I'll, that I always say, and I'm going to close with this because I truly, uh, am, I don't know what else I can say. I mean, this is just a, I never thought I would have to do an episode on this. So I think I kind of just have to close it with this, but I always say that we as leaders, we as employees always need to and want to have agency over our lives and the ability and freedom to make our own decisions and uh, choose the way in which we guide our lives. So as an HR person, as a business person, as you, you know, navigate the, these conversations, will, which will continue because again, people bring their whole selves to work. They are not separating work and personal lives. And all of my friends were saying that they could not focus on work when this happened. And I agree. I, I felt the same way. So we have to be aware of how our employees could be feeling. And we need to always focus on creating more room for flexibility, more room for agency, more room for choice. Um, because that is when our employees, or in this case, people will feel most at peace with the lives that they lead and who they are and what they want to do. And so, um, you know, I think this is fundamental in this podcast that I, I think, you know, businesses always have to create that room for people to have agency over their lives. And I don't think that that changes whether you're in work or outside of work. So with that, Again, I have absolutely no idea what I've said on this episode. Hopefully it made sense. Hopefully you listened all the way through. If not, you're not hearing this anyway. Um, but listen, reach out. Let me know your thoughts. Um, if you want to, you know, share how you've been feeling or speak to anyone, um, you can always reach out. I am going to be putting resources um, for anyone that might need them. And, you know, I encourage you again to reach out with that. Thank you so much for being here for another week. I will see you next week.